All right, what's up, everybody? It's episode 33 of your girlfriend's favorite podcast. It's myself, Sizzle the Saint, and Vasane Matiba. What's up? The Violator. (laughs) (laughs) All right, it's just us two today, the original pod gods. Uh, The ladies are on a, I don't know, a sabbatical. (laughs) They won't be joining us today, but um, yeah, it's back to the original Coochie Gang. And yeah, man, what do you got to say for yourself today? I often start off just by saying Happy Women's Month. Right, right, right. Obviously, yesterday, the 9th of August, was Women's Day. Mm -hmm. So, so happy Women's Day to all the women that we celebrated out there. We love you guys. Hope you guys have a great month. Continue prospering out there. And also, um, rest in peace to Bernie Mac. It's the 11th anniversary of his death uh, that they celebrated yesterday also, the 9th of August. Um, We were talking about him the other week, so it kind of like made me nostalgic about him again, you know? Yeah. That his birthday came up so soon after we spoke about him as one of the greats in the comedy game. I really enjoyed that conversation, by the way. But uh, yeah, let's just get into some topics. Let's have some fun today, man. We're, we're drinking really early today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know how it goes. Um, so I'm going to bring up something quick. Right. You know, just because Women's Day is an important day in South Africa, mm-hmm. especially historically with, you know, apartheid or. If you're one of our North American listeners, apartheid. Apartheid. <laughs> yeah. Um, 9th of August, Women's Day. The reason it is a holiday in South Africa is because in 1956, the Women's March took place. This is where women who were in the struggle walking against the past laws. Yes. Right. They marched to the Union buildings in Pretoria. And, yeah, so we celebrate the women like Winnie Mandikizela Mandela, you know, Lillian Ngoyi, Helen Suzman, Albertina Sisulu, mm-hmm. Fatima Mir, Cheryl Corbus, and Pumzila Mlambo Nguka, and many other great women in South African history who were part of that day mm. and were part of the struggle during apartheid fighting for our freedom. So we really honor those women and we celebrate their lives. And we honor all the women currently in the country. For sure. You know, who are doing great things, trying to make positive change in our society. We really appreciate you For guys. Sure. So I've got a question, because you, you mentioned some names um, yes. that are that are white names. Yes, they are. So, Helen Susman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not I'm not surprised. Of course I know all about these these ladies. I'm just I'm asking what laws were against them in particular as white women? were they not allowed to vote or I don't. I think they weren't allowed to vote. Yes. Yeah. So all women yeah, weren't allowed. All to vote. women were not allowed. Okay. To vote. Okay. They weren't a part of. Yeah, but I shout out to them. Like, I like it when white people, right? Right. Not only just talk things. Like it's one thing for like a white person to be like Black Lives Matter. Or, yeah. Yeah. Um, but, but what are they like, doing about it? But it's another thing when they join in the protest. Yes. When they come then be part of things like that. Yeah. Fees must fall, example. Because when they are there, we've seen this in videos, that right. police will not harm them. They can they literally form human shields around black protesters, mm. and then the police calm down. But when there's no white bodies in these things, the police go ham. The police just fire off rubber bullets, yeah. you know, spray yeah. people. But then when white people get involved and help fight the system, then there's less violence in these things. So it's important for them to become involved because they have that power, that position of privilege and power where they can be seen as these people that should not be harmed. Do you know what I mean? So they're using their privilege for good. Yeah, they're using their privilege for good. Mm. So I appreciate those women who did the same. No, I do. 1956, you know. 1956, dude. Damn. It's many years. That's a long time ago. But it's recent, though. It's long, but it's recent. It's long, but it's recent. Like, it's our parents, I'd say more or less the age of my parents. Like, uh, not much older than my parents, their struggle. But, yeah, dude. They they went through a lot for us. Uh, All we can say is... Thank you, because it doesn't only affect women. A women's struggle doesn't only affect women. It affects the population, right? Exactly. So uh, um, thanks a lot to the women that put their lives on the line. Black, white, Muslim, yeah, miscellaneous. Really. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Um, I'm actually kind of relieved that the ladies aren't here today. 
I know that's kind of dick, but we've got a lot of hip-hop to talk, man. We've mm. got a list that set the internet ablaze this oh, yeah. <laughs> this week, man. So I think uh, it's only right that we <clears throat> that we get into that a little bit. Okay, yeah, I don't mind that, man. We can talk about this list. I saw it was trending. <laughs> it was we trending. We spoke about it a lot on the podcast with friends of the show. Yeah, we spoke about it on Twitter and... Uh, Firstly, what do you think, man? Let's, let's just go through the top three here. Okay, so, for context, <laughs> for those of you who like hip-hop music, rap music, there was a list of the top 50 greatest rappers of all time. And we don't know who made this list, but it just blew up. Like, it just came on Twitter and it went viral. So, apparently, it was a podcast in America, a small, lesser-known podcast in America. Um, they just put the list out. And, like So... The thing about this list that really got people mad was that Joe Biden, was, <laughs> <laughs> Joe Biden, one of our favorite podcasters as well, right, was listed as number three on the greatest rappers of all time. So it goes Jay Z number one, Nas number two. I'm on board so far. Jay Z, <laughs> I'm Joe Biden number three, <laughs> and then everyone. <laughs> Everyone on Twitter who's a hip-hop fan yeah. lost their minds. They were like, what is going on? Why is Joe Biden third on the 50 greatest rappers of all time list? They were doing so well. Jay-Z, great. Nas, I, I feel better than Jay-Z, but whatever. Joe Budden. <laughs> Dude, okay, now it's it sounds like we're sliding him because we're laughing. Joe Budden is one of the greatest rappers. Yeah, he, he he can really bar niggas up, bro. We've heard what he can do on yeah, the mic. He's really good. I got exposed to him through Slaughterhouse and then I actually started listening to his music on his own. And his music is really good. Not number three good. Don't get me yeah. wrong. <laughs> but it's really good. And for somebody to be a great rapper and make good music. Like, that combination is, formid- is formidable, but his visibility in the game just... Okay, he's he's just got a bad yeah, image. He's got a bad true. image as a rapper. But number three, I mean, when you look at where Wayne is, you look at where Pac is, you look at where M is, you got to wonder, bro. Like, what were they thinking for real? Because <laughs> this is all just East Coast, East Coast, East Coast. Black Thought, that's Philly. I think that's still Eastern Conference. Feb, East Jadakiss East, like all the, like yeah. you can see where they're coming from with this thing. Like they had a, a very obvious bias. The thing that one my issues with these top fifty lists mm. is we're always going to be unhappy because there's always going to be someone that misses out. Number one, someone's not going to crack your top fifty, right? And they should be in the top fifty. And then there's always going to be someone who's wrongly placed. Like someone's going to be number forty nine, and you're going to be like. They're better than, like, everyone from 20 to 30, positions 20 to 30. It's true. So you should switch them in there. And it's like, these lists are so subjective. But They are subjective, but there are are lists. There are respectable lists, dude. Of course, your your favorite rapper is not going to be where you want him to be. I looked at this list and I didn't see a Big Sean. Yeah. I looked at this list, I didn't see a Wale. I looked at this list and I saw Eminem at number 28. So... There was no credence, and like the top ten didn't have much credence for me, without without uh, an Eminem figure or even a, a, a Tupac figure, a J Cole at number nineteen. So yes, there are lists like this that where you're gonna be upset, but then there are lists that are like, okay, I can see he kind of got the point here. Mm. There are lists that people widely regard as good lists. Yeah. This was just horrible, dude. Does this list even have most depth? It has most depth at number 30. Okay, jeez. I was like, look, like, I don't even see his name here. I'm like, where is... You know what this list strikes me as, dude? It looks like an old nigga list where they sprinkled in newer generation kids just to make us happy. Yeah. Like, uh, okay, J. Cole's not new Dude, school, but like in the past 10 years, they're here. Uh, Drake at number... I don't understand why Drake is at number 23. To me, he's not... I don't think he's in the conversation, but that's a whole other conversation to be had. Do you, I mean, do you know his list I, I liked? Uh, who's I think this list you like? It's Mike Tyson. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Mike Tyson had a good list. Let me try to pull it up. Let's see what he's got. Yeah, Mike Tyson. His list, I, I liked his list. For me, it brought in a lot of the old and some a few new, but mainly old. And I think it's fair, to be honest. Because okay. I think a lot of the people on these lists, right, uh, retired 
Right. Or either they're just doing this. They're not making music actively yeah. for being a superstar right now. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're just old and they still release. Just putting out Lucy's. Yeah. 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 So I think with uh, Mike, his list goes Biggie, mm-hmm. Park, Rakim, Nas, Jay-Z, Alao Kuje, Big Daddy Kane, KRS-One, Ice Cube, DMX, and a whole bunch of other old ads. Eminem's there at number 12, Big mm-hmm. Pun. He's got a whole lot of people, right? And his top fifty to me it includes even female MCs. Missy Elliott's in oh, here. Oh, of course, bro. Lauren mm. Hill must be there. Lauren Hill is in here. Oh, yes, at least he's got like everyone, right? That I feel deserves to be in a list. He's even got Fifty Cent. I noticed a lot of lists like lack Fifty Cent. Yeah, he's that. often overlooked. He is. Yeah, so he's got qu- quite a good list for me, and I think that's the thing we need to decide. Where do we stand with retired slash dead or deceased, if that's a better word to use, rappers? That to me sounds like his favorite 50. It doesn't sound like people who he regards as the 50 best. Because LL Cool J doesn't crack top 10 in general. But I don't know where we, where we, where we stand on retired. If you're making a list of the 50 greatest rappers of all time, it shouldn't matter if they're dead or alive, because that's yeah. all time. But if you're making a 50 greatest rappers list of the past 15 years, the past 10 years, it needs to be compartmentalized like that, because a lot of this shit, like, who is Mace, bro? Like, I know who Mace is, but yeah. who is he in the, in the broader scheme of things? I don't think he belongs on this list. Um... So of all time, I understand you can be dead or alive. That I think that's pretty much what all time implies. Yeah. But otherwise, um, you gotta you gotta break it down per era. You can say eighties, nineties, two thousands, twenty tens. I think that would make it a lot easier. I agree because there's the criteria, right? If we look at the criteria, mm-hmm. there's different uh, phases in rap. Right now, we're in the trap phase. As much right. as yes, we have Cole, Kendrick, etc., etc., lyrical artists. Right. I'm sure that there are kids right now who are like, oh, no, I put this little, little guy, you know, like little Uzi Verts of them yeah, yeah. up there because that's the rap music that's out now. So for them, they might be like, he's the most, he's the best of this type of rapping. Yeah. So they might put them in these top 50 lists. And as much mm-hmm. as we would go, that's nonsense to put, you know, trappers in these kind of lists. For the current generation of kids listening to the current rap that's happening, yeah, they would feel justified. So we need to really that's set true. criteria, like, is it lyricism for what style of rap? Because if you read Boom Bap, a lot of people get pushed out. Mm. Drake would never crack a Boom Bap. <laughs> I don't run. even think Drake should be here to begin with. He's too poppy for me, bro. Like, okay, for me, when, when you say rappers, I, I, talk, I think niggas that go. For the most part, a lot of these guys do belong in this list. It's just their placement that bothers me for real. Yeah. They're like, I don't think Buster Rhymes should be at 49. If we're talking about rap, I'm talking about rap rap. I'm not talking about... All the nutritional information that goes on to the thing. I'm not talking about uh, how great your discography is. I'm just talking about how well you can get on a mic and just rap. Yeah. What does your pen game and your delivery do? Pen game and delivery. That's what I think about rappers. But when you talk about top 50 greatest hip-hop artists of all time, you're talking about something yeah, different. that's different. Because hip-hop kind of describes the sound at that moment of rap. Yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't describe a genre. It just describes the sound of rap at that time. So... Early 2000s, I'd say J, Nas, M. That would be my three right there because that's early 2000s hip-hop artists. Yeah. Greatest rappers, I'd say J, Nas, M. <laughs> I don't see Tech 9 on this list. I don't think anybody can rap with Tech 9, dude, for yeah, real. Yeah, that's actually another... You see, like, there's so many people that get omitted. Tech 9 is a boss. I mean, Lloyd, Lloyd, Lloyd Banks is there, but Tech 9 is not. <laughs> I mean, no disrespect to Lloyd Banks, but you do not rap like Tech 9. Not like... The, the maybe the verbiage is wrong rappers versus hip-hop artists that, those are two very different things because yeah. i can see a lot of these guys and their impact on the game and their their influence on artists that we love today like you can see it dude you can see it but that's why I they're think... not necessarily great rappers dude <laughs> not not all yeah. of them not all of them you need to really establish the criteria i don't want to see sales as a criteria dude if, if sales is a criteria only one person can win and it's going to be drake 
or or Eminem. Like those are the two people that sell yeah. more than anybody else on the list. Because it's not fair. <laughs> because I'm pretty sure that, for example, two chains has mm-hmm. probably made more millions than a lot of these guys on this list. Correct. And right. he cannot rap with a lot of these guys on this it's list. True. <laughs> it's true. It's true. It's you know, true. So when people bring in sales into these chats of top tens, whatever, I hate that. Because for me, sales is literally just how likable are you? It doesn't really even speak to quality. I've noticed these days. These days, especially. These days, these days sales especially. does not speak to quality. You could be a platinum selling artist, mm-hmm. but your music can be trash. Mm-hmm. It's just that you're a likable person. Or you've got sex appeal or it's something true. about it's you true. people want to buy your product yeah but it, that wasn't always the case in the olden yeah, days in like, the olden days you had to be quiet DMX is one of the greatest selling rappers of all time but he didn't have a soft image he, he wasn't a palatable person his music kind of spoke for itself and that's why people bought yeah. into it um, a lot can be said Jay-Z was also a very gangsterish image uh, well thug like thug in a suit image uh, Biggie the same you know like these guys, their music spoke for themselves in the early days. Nowadays, it's all about gimmicks. How many face tats can you get? How interesting can you make yourself look? These guys didn't care about their appearance for real, dude. Yeah, they were just rapping. They didn't care. Jay-Z is one of the ugliest niggas on this planet, bro. <laughs> but he can rap his ass off, and that's all that matters for real, dude. So today's today's thing is all about marketing. It's all about marketing, marketing, marketing. Yeah. And it's not really about the quality of music. So you're right, dude. You're really right. I don't know if I- I want to make a... I'll make a top 50 list, right? Right. I will compile one. I'll bring it next week. Of our artists, bro. Because a lot of these guys we can't relate to these days. Like, I, when last did you hear from Cool G Rap? <laughs> yeah. When last did you hear from Bun B or, or, or AZ or Mace or Stag Bundles? Like, you, you don't hear from yeah. these guys. That's the truth. That's the thing. I'm, I will list the rappers I've listened to. Yeah. Like, yeah. for example, when I asked about Most Def. Right. Like, I don't like an ask that's because I've listened to him, right? Exactly. But I can't ask about Bunby, for example. I, yeah. I haven't listened to Neither a lot I. of Bunby music. I think I've heard two songs in my whole life. Probably, yeah. With Bunby on them. And one was the Drake song. So it was like... Uh, so... <laughs> so it was like, I basically heard him after his peak. Yeah. When he was with a newer generation yeah. artist. So I will make a top 50 of my greatest rapper yeah. of all time. I want to do the same. That I've listened to. I'll bring it back next week. And I'm going to try and be as objective as possible. Like, I remember when when, when I still worked with Simpiwe, we'd always argue who is better between Jay-Z and Eminem. Like, that, those were our top two. Mm. Like, genuinely speaking, okay, he loved Jay-Z, M, and Andre 3000. Those were, like, his guys. But we would always argue who's better between M and Jay-Z, and we just never reached an agreement on this, dude. So that's always a good chat to have because ability-wise, they're they're pretty much on the same level. And influence-wise, I'd say they're, they're a lot on the same level as well. But I'm going to try and be as, as objective as possible because Eminem and Jay-Z are interchangeable for me. The rest, I'll, I'll, I'll have to see. I'll have to go into yeah. the archives. <laughs> but I'm definitely not putting the game at number 45. He's going to be in my, in my top... 10 or 15 at least. I know I'm damn near <clears throat> going to have like 20 drafts. <laughs> I know. I'm first just going to put names on paper. Yeah. Like, just and then you'll put numbers next to them <laughs> as you go along. And then I'm, I'm going to start ranking. Like, mm. okay. And then I'm like, no, he's better than this person. She's better than him. Like, After that, you know what we should do? We should um, put our lists together. Like we'll, we'll create the list separately. Mm. Post them separately. And then put them together and make one ygf podcast list like eliminate names (laughs) from each of our lists that we we both feel don't deserve to be there and then just create one mega list of 50 of who we think are the best in the game definitely there are going to be some females on here they can outwrap some of these niggas these guys literally had zero women (laughs) (laughs) this original list that made this whole debate happen across the world yeah zero women no women this guy had no lauren hill no Nicki minaj no Second Queen Latifah, no Missy Elliott, no Eve, like, no, no Eve, bro. No <laughs> woman that can rap is on this guy's Oh, list. man, when I went back and I listened to Eve, dude, I'm like, why was this woman not held in higher regard in her time, dude? Dude, Eve could rap. She could rap rap, dude. 
But anyways, yeah, I think we need to do that. Let's let's make that list, bro. But uh, Joe Budden, no, no, no. Joe <laughs> Budden, would, Joe Budden cracked the top fifty. For you. He does, he does, and that's probably my slaughterhouse bias because, besides Royce and Joe, I don't see any anybody else from slaughterhouse on this list, and that that's an abomination to me. I think Crooked Eye is better than Joe Budden. Mm. I think Crooked Eye is better than Joe Budden. In fact, I'd I'd rather replace Crooked Eye with Joe Budden and take Joe Budden off the list completely. Yeah. Royce is not 21. He's in top 20, ability-wise. This is the thing. We need to come up with our criteria, or else this is just going to yeah. seem like gibberish to everybody. But Twista ahead of M, that's bothering. That <laughs> I mean, what what are you guys thinking of, dude? Beanie Siegel ahead of J. Cole. I, Beanie Siegel raps. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But no, no. I disagree. Where do you think uh, Pusha T should be? Do you think his position is right? Because I do. I think it's right Oof. exactly where it needs to be. <laughs> <laughs> He's number 13 on the list, by the way. Number 13 on the list. I don't list. know if those cocaine bars be hitting. <laughs> I don't know if they be hitting enough to get him at number 13. Do you think Ross should be on this list? Rick Ross? Yeah. Because I don't think he's on... Oh, he's there at number 47. Yeah. Rick Ross should be low. And this list for me, he'd either be number 50 or 49. He'd mm. be between 50 and 45 on okay. my own personal list. Okay, fair and enough. He would crack a top 50. Okay, uh, fair enough. Pusha T, let me say this. Pusha T would be somewhere, be somewhere for me between 10 and 30. I don't know mm-hmm. where, but he'd float. 10 and 30? He'd float somewhere. <laughs> that's a large sample Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He'd float somewhere. I need yeah. to see who else is in the ballpark with him. Okay. But, yeah. That's what I, I don't know if those cocaine bars are hitting enough. Mm. All of those. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> man, he's unique, man. And when I look at this list, I'm, I, I, it makes me hearken back to a time <laughs> where rappers really tried to be different from each other. Like, I can't look at this list and say, this guy was trying to be like this guy, this guy was trying to... Like, they're all different. Today, yeah. uh-huh. today it seems like everybody's trying to be like everybody, bro. That's how it is, man. It's disgusting. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's disgusting. That's how the game goes. All right, yeah. I don't know. Do to get something before we hop on the music? <clears throat> I want to speak about Port of Miami. Port of Miami too. Yeah. Rick Ross's new album. That is not really much to say. I thought it was it was dead average. Have you listened to it yet? Mm-mm. No, I haven't Mm-mm. listened to it. <laughs> 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 the nigga pussy came out. Right? <laughs> 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 oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, I haven't listened to it. Um. All I have to say about it, in a nutshell, and then we can get into music, is that Rick Ross, you expect a certain sound from him. You expect certain flows from him. And he just gives you that all the time. I don't think he he wants to change the game anymore. I don't think it's a goal of his to change the game. And for me, it just sounded like his last project. I, I said to Dirty Works during the last week. Right. And to batch another friend of the show. Right. I said, what I appreciate about Rick Ross is that he knows his style to a T. Correct. Rick Ross is not lost in some limbo of changing flows. Mm -hmm. He knows his content. He knows his uh, content matter, subject matter, Mm -hmm. what he's going to rap about. He knows how he's going to flow it. Mm -hmm. He knows the range of his voice he's going to use. Like, Rick Ross has been a consistent, in-his-lane artist. Okay, I respect that about him. But also, don't respect the fact that he's not taking risks. Like, we we haven't really heard something from, like, from Jay-Z, for instance. We've heard him throughout his career, but then 444 was his defining... It's like something different from the norm, you know what I mean? It changed the the trajectory of, of the style of music that he makes. And he did that at age 50. So I'm saying, why can't uh, Ross do that at age 40 or 42, however old he is now? Why why isn't he taking those risks? I like to hear something different from artists. Like when I listen to his catalog, when I listen to this album, I'm like, okay, this sounds like 2017 Ross and 2015 Ross. Nothing has changed, bro. Like I think Ross is, he's focused on being a good label boss. Mm. He's one of the few artists slash label bosses that still takes care of his artists. That's true. So he looks out for his own career, 
Which doesn't slight Meek Mill, Wale, mm-hmm. uh, Rocky Fresh. He doesn't slight any of these other guys in his stable. He makes sure that he promos their albums. He lets them release when they need to release. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like other guys, they sign people and put them in the sweatshop and we never hear from them again. That's, Fair enough. That's a message to you, Drake. You know, the, the OVO sweatshop party <laughs> next door. <laughs> Where's party, Drake? Party's out there writing, bro. He's sitting in a, in a cold room writing, <laughs> writing R&B songs for Drake, bro. Where's party, Drake? Let the boy live, man. Release Where's the- party, Drake? <laughs> <laughs> Tell us where party is, Drake. Yeah, release the boy, man. Let him go flourish. <laughs> oh, man. Let's just get into some music here, man. Oh. Let's see. Uh, Drake needs to free party. I'm tired. Please choose a pick. I have nothing. I have, I have absolutely nothing. Yeah. <clears throat> Let's see, man. I wanted to pick something for a woman on this Women's Day. Hmm. I might play some Zakari, man. This, this project just... Some Zakari. <laughs> Zakari. <laughs> what, what am I going to pick, man? I, I don't know, man. It was... I actually don't know what to pick because I don't have all the music I used to have. What happened? And it was all on my old device. On my old device. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Sounding man. Like an old head, yeah. I want to switch things up this week. I might play some some Netsky. I've played Netsky in the past before. Mm-hmm. Um, this has got a different bob to it. Some some dance type music it's netsky song called big hearts featuring stargate and kyle enjoy Mm. 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 yeah i i'm tired of letting you down it happens so often now I can't tell if you want me around Cause right now, I'm just someone with a big heart For someone with dark spots in their hearts I'm just someone with a big heart For someone with dark spots in their hearts yeah, but my phone never, my phone never stops ringing on my phone never, my phone never stops ringing ring. I know I should be there when you need me to, and if I could, I I'd be calling you.
Alright, that was Big Hearts. That's a song by Netsky featuring Stargate and Kyle. Alright, I've got a pick. The same way Big Sean was honoring his mama and his grandmoms on his song Inspire Me. Oh, this is it. for the women of South Africa and the women of the world. Big Sean would inspire me. Favorite song on the album for real, dude. Yeah. This. You do the right thing, you know you inspire me. Yeah, yeah. You do the right thing, you know you inspire me. Yeah, yeah. Can't go wrong. Can't go wrong. Yeah. Wrong. This one's for you. You, you. You do the right thing, you know yeah, you yeah. inspire me. Try to keep me away from temptations Introduce me to the temptations Marvin Gaye and Ozzy Brothers Dancing so hard to live a room shaking Yeah, we dance in the house My mama's a man of the house Mama, you too good for the man Even dad, you too good for him Mama, you know you inspire me You deserve early retirement You text and tell me take my vitamins When I got a new love, you invite him in When we break up, you don't like him then Lord, Lord, swear you super Lord Work more than me to strike a Lord You deserve the life I'm trying to show you I remember all the sacrifices Growing up in debt but never hungry Rich in everything except money That's that faith that you can't buy But I buy that new crib, you look right in it I buy that new car, the color that you like And they play my song every single time you drive in it That's cause you inspired it Yeah You do the right thing, you know you inspire me You know Yeah, yeah, yeah You do the right thing, you know you inspire me Yeah, yeah Can't go wrong I know it's hard to get me on the line I'm busy like every other time Since I got a house in that other town You wonder when I'ma come around I know you worry about me I get attitude like don't worry about it Don't hit you up like I don't care about you But I hold you down and I swear I got you I know I got problems communicating I probably should've went to school and got that degree in communications I should be with you on vacation I should take you where you should be taken Asia, Africa, Dubai Anything you want I do buy I just want you to know I do try to take care of your mama You the one, you the one, you the one You the, one. You the moon, you the stars, you the sun I'm so happy I'm your son I'm so happy I'm your son yeah. You love me since day one Since before day one Whoa. So before the day's done I gotta, gotta let you know You do the right thing, you know you inspire me Yeah, yeah You, you You do the right thing, you know you inspire me Yeah Can't go wrong Can't go Second half. Second half of the show. Um, do you want to do Greenwing Code real quick? Oh, yes. Let me shout out our sponsors. So, as you guys know, your girlfriend's favorite podcast is proudly brought to you by Greenwing Code. They are a software developing company. Software development, my bad. An app development, game development, and web development company. They can help get your business off the ground and onto the internet so do best for yourself and your brand and hit up Greenwing Code because, like the slogan says, you'll be flying into the future. <laughs> yeah. All right, man. Um, yeah, shout out Greenwing Code for giving us the money. We appreciate you guys. Yeah, man. Whoever else <coughs> wants to give us money, just hit us up. Yeah, what's our email address again? Uh, at YGF. No, YGF, YGF podcast, podcast at, at gmail.com. Gmail. Yes. 
That's our email. <clears throat> Hit us up for to give us the bag. The bag. Um, or if you again? just want to collaborate with us, just hit us up as well. Yeah, for sure, for sure. People that want to collaborate, yeah, just hit us up. Uh, but you need to have some substance about you, man. Yeah, we want people who are opinionated. Yeah, yeah. People have something to say. People who know a little bit about everything. Um, I was going to ask you about Miss Essay. Did you watch that last night? I watched Miss Essay. I didn't watch it, but I got the play-by-play on Twitter. Um, so congratulations to that chick, whatever, however you uh, pronounce her name. Zozi Bindi. Yeah. Yeah. Is that her name? Zozi Bindi. Assumption. Yeah, I think so. If we're saying it wrong, I do apologize. But congratulations Zosie to you. Zozi Bindi Tunzi. Okay. Zozi Bindi. Yeah. What, is she South African for real? I've never heard of this name. Yeah. She's from the Eastern Cape. She's gorgeous, dude. So Jeez. she won last night. I like Miss Essay. It was a great production. Better than any other event South Africa hosts. Where like, do they hold this? It was in Pretoria. I don't know where exactly. Pretoria. But I just know the venue was in Pretoria. No, man, for sure. Uh, congrats to this chick. Um, I saw that she participated in 2017. Yes. She and she had did. a weave and everything. And to see that she won with her natural hair. I'm very, I'm very happy about that, dude. She looks gorgeous with this hair. The, the weave just doesn't suit everybody, dude. Yeah. Um, but anyways, I want to ask you: Do you think pageants are sexist? Do you think that there is an element of sexism to these things? Well, what do you mean? Is is judging women based on their looks and a whole lot of other things that they say matter? sexist is is that a sexist thing to you yeah it is it is a sexist thing because i don't think sorry to cut you off but i don't think they care so much about the way you answer questions i think it's about how you look yeah i think ultimately a pageant is is that miss miss whatever miss world universe miss insert whatever country is ultimately a beauty pageant in its nature yeah. And beauty pageants are sexist because of the sexualization or hyper-sexualization of the female image and body. But now you got to tell me, uh, last night, how many male to female judges were there? Did they show the judges? Or... Yeah, they showed the judges. Okay. All the judges were female. Okay. So can we truly say that it's sexist then? It's being still... critical. Do not. I still. I. I still think so because they uphold certain beauty standards for mm-hmm. you to enter these competitions. For example, your body size. Mm-hmm. Apparently, they say that for this competition, if you wear above size thirty-two, like a jean size, waist size. Yeah, dress size, jean size, whatever. Yeah. If it's above thirty-two, I think, or thirty-four, then it's like your plus size. I think they say yeah, thirty-four is plus size for them. That's wild, dude. Because African women naturally have broad hips. Yeah. I don't think that's fair at all, bro. So, do you know what I mean? So, they're already just setting those standards where it's like, you might not even look like you're bigger boned or have a fuller figure, but just maybe with your height and size, you might have to wear that size of clothes. But now they're considering plus size and... That is crazy to me, dude. Anyways, um, I saw Sasha Lee was there. You pointed out that it's somebody that we know. <laughs> yeah, from, she, well, we don't know. I don't know her personally. I'm not going to yeah, sit here and act like I know her. We but, don't know her personally. But I know she's from around the ways. Yeah, she comes from our town. Like I said, we, last year when I used to catch the late bus, mm-hmm. the half past five bus. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she she used to be on the bus. But she was always wearing, like, sweats and sneakers, right? Yeah, she was always dressed She's so casually. plain Jane, and she's still so fine when she's plain Jane, dude. And it was, like, just so weird to me. Like, I tweeted yesterday during the show. I was like, what class? I tweeted, I was like, lol, Sasha Lee used to catch the afternoon bus with us. Straight up. This is 2018 that she did this. So it's not yeah. like back in the day. No, it's recent. A couple of months ago. A couple of months ago. <laughs> this lady who finished runner-up in Miss Essay 2019 was catching the bus with, her, with us home, back yeah. home, yeah. after work and school. So that was like just crazy to me. Like, your life can change in a year. 
Because I'm sure now she's going to secure all the modeling contracts. No, for sure. Like, her life is not going to be catching the bus anymore. Definitely not. Well, uh, yeah. (laughs) I mean, who knows? Apparently, she answered the question really shittily. Yeah, she answered really bad. What happened, dude? Please tell me. I just saw people's comments on Twitter. What did she say? What was the question? How did she answer that shit? I think they, they asked... What if you were the president? What would you something like that? Talking about being the president, right? Right. What would you advise the president to do? Hmm. And she said, to appreciate. <laughs> <laughs> she said she would tell the president to appreciate everyone's stories. So. <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck has that got to do with that? Yeah, she said something like that. Let me search for it. Man. I will find the actual. Oh, the actual oh poor Sasha. <laughs> yeah, oh, she man. fumbled the questions horrifically. Oh, man. Yeah, so they asked the question, right? If you had to give the advice to the president, what would you say? And she said, I would tell the president to tell people to embrace their stories. So <laughs> Look, man, that's not a bad answer, bro. <laughs> but, I think it missed the point, but it's not a bad answer. I mean, like, you know what? It's funny. If you were 16, that would be a great answer. It's funny to me because there's a little girl in some video who was like, so this girl wants the president to come up to me and say, I appreciate your story. I believe it's... And go to live. I appreciate your story. <laughs> <laughs> when you say it like that, it sounds really dumb. It's stupid, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. I get it. I appreciate your story. <laughs> oh. No, man. That, but that's our homegirl. Stop it, Buster. Why are we laughing at the one true pride of Alberton, man? <laughs> oh, poor Shout girl. out to her, though. No, congratulations to her. I mean, it, it's obviously not easy. These pageants, because I know, I know a girl, Christina, whom I worked with at the at the at the pharmacy when I was like fresh out of high school, yeah. and she used to participate in all of these things. She's like Miss Gauteng for she's won that shit a number of times, um, a whole bunch of Joburg pageants as well that she's won like local things, right? Yeah, and she always talks about how grueling the journey is when you go through that stuff because you have to maintain a certain physical shape. You have to um, maintain a certain image towards the public. So you have to set your, your social media has to be clean. It has to be like no mistakes, dude. You're not allowed to make mistakes. You have to be an example, an outward example to to the people. You have to look perfect basically. So uh, to these ladies, I have to like applaud you guys because this has been months, months and months and months in the making and reaching that that uh, juncture, that's definitely applaudable. So well done to you guys. Shout out to them. The fuck is, is that a chopstick? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um. So in short, these things are, are are sexist, right? Yeah, I do believe so. You know. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. Do you think they really are when these women go to these corporate events, right? Yeah. Miss whoever, Miss World, Miss UK, <coughs> Miss SA. Do you really believe that they care about her saying, we need to make a change in society? And like, do you really think those people are just like, or do you think they just like, you just need to be here for keeping up appearances? Thank you for your speech. Now get off the stage. Um. Yes and no. Because I know with these pageants, Whatever cause, because they always ask, like, what, what's your corporate social responsibility? What, what's your focus when it comes to corporate social responsibility? Mm. And they say, okay, mine is kids or mine is animals or whatever thing that they find they're, they're passionate yeah. about. If they win this shit, they have to actively make, change. make changes in those communities, dude. So okay. you got to, like, go out there and raise funds for animal shelters. You have to go out there and raise funds for children's homes. That's what your job is as the queen of this shit, dude, as yeah. the miss whatever. So I, I don't think they do it as much as they probably should after selling us so harshly on it. Like, I'm so passionate about it, but then, like, twice a year you're doing that shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're only doing it twice a year to take photos for your instant to show us that you're doing it, but you're not doing it out of the goodness of your heart. So that's the thing. I don't know what people's intentions are necessarily. Most people, and, okay, I won't say most, but some people aren't even passionate about social work. 
Yeah. <laughs> they're just, not, they dude. Be the, they just want to be the queen of this shit. Yeah, they just want to be crowned. <laughs> they just want to win, dude. And so that's what happens when you're just doing things for the sake of doing things. It defeats the purpose of winning it, dude. Imagine going to a children's home and volunteering just because... Just just to make yourself look good, dude. I think that's disgusting, dude. To me, that's that's not a, a good reason to do something. Yeah. You have to feel good about it. I think that's the most important thing. If you're doing it because you feel good about it, then you should definitely definitely partake in that. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah shout out to Zozi. Yeah. And Sasha for going all the way to the final. Bro, let me ask you something. Yeah, well done to you guys. What do you what do women do for fun? What do women do for fun? What do they do, bro? Like, I know, guys, we're out here, we're playstationing, we're clubbing, or whatever, we're chilling, smoking hub, and we're talking shit. What do women do for fun? Like, what are their activities? We play soccer, we do a whole bunch of shit. What do they do? I really want to know. When they're not with you, when they're not with yeah. their person, what are they doing, bro? <laughs> I feel like maybe they also, I think, maybe they clubbing, I guess. And? And I just named a whole bunch of activities that we do, bro. <laughs> they can't get away with that being their fun. I don't know. Club women, once. women like 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 dates with each other. I see a mm. lot of girls post like each other eating out at restaurants, not eating each other out, but eating out. Oh, <laughs> oh did she give that pussy a nice little massage? <laughs> yeah, like they they like to go to restaurants together. <laughs> You brought it up. <laughs> they like to go on brunch dates. <laughs> brunch dates yeah, are... Brunch dates. Women like doing that I've, from what I've seen on social media. Social media is smoke and mirrors, man. It, nothing's I really... I don't really know what women do for fun. With, like, we know what guys do for fun without women around. Because we mm-hmm. are guys. Mm-hmm. So we need We women. cheat on them. I'm kidding. <laughs> that is wild. <laughs> We don't need the girls when they come back to tell us what girls do for oh, fun. Oh man, there's no guys around. Because yeah. guys is really simple. We just play PlayStation. Yeah. Smoke hubbly, drink, kick a ball around, kick a soccer ball around, yeah. smoke weed. Like we do really basic things. <laughs> we do basic shit, but it's entertaining, dude. For me. Women, especially nowadays, because women find it hard to make and keep friends. Yeah. So to me, it strikes me as they're alone a lot of the time. That's why I'm asking what they do on their own. On their own. Like when I'm by myself, I watch Netflix or I write short stories. Like I keep myself busy. I keep my mind active Yeah. while I'm alone. But when with my friends, that's when we're up to our bullshit, our ignorant shit, you know, our lazy shit. <laughs> but women, when they're alone, what the fuck are they doing, dude? And the girls, if they were here, they would have told us. Next week, we'll ask them. Hmm. Either Ips or Zandi will have to give us an answer. I know what Zandi's going to say. I meditate. <laughs> <laughs> no shade, man. No shade. Yeah, Do you think it's important for your girl to have friends? If you're dating yes. someone. Yeah, I do think it's important. she needs to have friends apart from you. I do think so, yeah. I also think so. Because I noticed that there's a lot of girls who literally their only friend is their boyfriend. That's or the their problem. husband. And I don't get that. Like, why don't you have ex- girlfriends or other friends? I don't know, dude. Okay, this is my, my most recent example. Last week, we had um, Devin's girlfriend's birthday, right? Mm-hmm. But they're not dating anymore. We, we committed to this this outing, like, a while ago, before they had broken up. We oh, said, okay, we're going to go to Melville, whatever, whatever. And only one of her friends showed up. Like, she got one friend. Her bestest, most absolute, like, that's her world friend. Yeah. The rest of the people were all Devin's friends. It was me, Devin's friends from work. It was Lloyd. And, yeah, that was us. It was a group of about eight, nine of us, dude. We were all just chilling. So, to me, that, that just shows that women... Okay, number one, don't know how to keep friends. And number two, they get really bored because they're both working. They're both career people, school people, whatever it is. And they're not spending time with each other. The only friend that they have, only friend that she had really was Devin when they were dating. Mm. Now that they're not dating, like all of Devin's friends come to your birthday party. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, no shade to her. But I mean, maybe that's the way she wants it to be. But 
that that just to me it it, it it strikes me as weird. So it's definitely important for women to have their own friends, dude. What was gonna happen if we were all like, you know what? Fuck you, dude. What you did to my friend was fucked up. No, <laughs> you know that is a different situation. It dude. Turned ugly. She would have been at her birthday party alone. <laughs> That's true, because like, like, like I'm saying, it's just something I've noticed, that a lot of girls get into a relationship right. and then only have their boyfriend as their friend. Yeah. Like, everyone else gets dropped. Why? Why is that, dude? Why Why do they do that? That's very strange. But women do struggle with friendship. This is a common theme we've seen. A lot of <sighs> girls don't... Like, guys, I'm still best friends with my day ones from grade one. It's <laughs> like, the same, exactly. <laughs> from exactly. the first grade. Right. Now at twenty three, yeah, some there's only not not a majority of women can say that. Most of them, their best friend last year is not their friend anymore this year in twenty nineteen. <sighs> it's a sad truth. It's a sad truth. That's why I asked the question in that other podcast: Why do women hate each other? Like, I want to understand it. I mean, women are seasonal. Women are seasonal with each other, dude. Like, I saw this all the way through high school that women could be best friends. I was in a really tight-knit school, right? Yeah. So, women could be friends with you literally for a week. The next week, they're talking shit about each other, dude. Just like that. Like, you don't know what the fuck happened, dude. But it yeah. was happening every week. I'm like, how come you're not chilling with uh, Megan, for example? No, Megan is a fucking bitch. She doesn't want me <laughs> at her house and stuff. Ah, ah. And then it's, it's a thing, dude. If I get into a fight with my nigga, which I, I have done on occasion, yeah. like, it just turned physical between some of my niggas. The following day, it's like, dude, we're being fucking idiotic, bro. Yeah, guys, we make up oh, really easy. Very quickly, dude. Very quickly. And it's all face-to-face type stuff. We're not on sitting on our phone saying, I fucking hate you, you little oh, bitch. Like, like <laughs> come on. Like, man. dudes could fight right now. What's the time? It's 11 o'clock. Yeah. <laughs> dudes could fight right now at 11. And tonight at 11 at the club together. Like, hey, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I fucking love you, man. <laughs> <laughs> like that morning they were yeah. throwing fists at each other yeah and the and the night later they're best friends again oh, we're, we're easy going dude we're, we're we're a lot more logical than women and I know that women would probably lose their shit if they ever heard this but I, I do believe we're a lot more logical dude we're a lot more get this shit out of the way I don't like feeling like this type of thing women will drown in their misery right? they, they want to feel that bad so they can be angry about something. Yeah, they're more in touch with their feelings. <laughs> they are more in touch with their feelings. Like, guys, we just want to... We're feeling bad. We want to get that bad feeling out. out of us, in yeah. and out. We don't yeah. want to dwell in it too long. <laughs> but I guess just the way we were raised differently, man. Women are raised more to talk and... Guys are just raised to be free. We literally out here being Tarzan and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Girls are like tea party or... Proper and prim and, mm. you know, having conversations while we're eating mud. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, yeah. It's true. It's crazy. You see, from a young age, it seems as if women are are more logical and stuff than us, dude. Like, I'd say between 0 and 15 years. Then it all changes after that, dude. Men start developing their own logical way of thinking. And I think it's more critical than that of a woman, to be honest. Just from what I've seen, there's obviously no way of me measuring that for all men. But from what I've seen, I can say that, dude. Women, like when we asked women, what, what did we ask the, those chicks the other day? They asked, why why are men flaky, I think. Oh, yeah, I think so, yeah. And then I asked the opposite, why are women flaky? And then Ipilang said, it's because y'all are stupid. <laughs> I'm like, ah, oh, dude, I just finished giving you a good answer as to why we're flaky. We lose interest, you know, we're just not that into it anymore. But I ask you and you're like, no, nah, it's because you guys are stupid. Like, it's just so emotional, dude, that emotional way of thinking. So to that, for, for me, that's just an example of how logical we can be and how illogical they can be. But I'm sure that they can think of many ways yeah, that we can be illogical. They can always go vice versa. That's true. That's true. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> Y'all are stupid. <sighs> what do you got on your list, man? I haven't got really much else, actually. Uh, I was going to bring up the Miss Essay thing, but you brought that up. Okay, okay. You want to speak about the Women's Month? So I'm happy. You're happy? Okay, I want to speak about um, Neil deGrasse Tyson, okay? Oh, yeah. Super genius. I, I love this guy, dude. Um, 
he tweeted because in, in wake of all of America's like mass shootings that they've had in the past week, they've already had two in the last week, right? Yeah. Which is fucked up. Did you see that? That tweet, that was like, Chance the Rapper released the big day, and weeks later, three mass shootings happened. Holy crap. <laughs> Dude, I- I'm not entertaining Chance the Rapper hate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, what's it, man? The things that you might find, you're crazy, bro. Palatelli. I'm where Neil deGrasse, okay? Yeah. He says, he tweeted, In the past 48 hours, the USA horrifically lost 34 people to mass shootings. Damn, that's bad. That is bad. Comparably, he says, on average, across any 48 hours, we also lose 500 to medical errors, 300 to the flu, 250 to suicide, 200 to car accidents, 40 to homicide via handgun. Often our emotions respond more to spectacle than to data. So he's basically saying here that mass shootings isn't the biggest of America's worries. Yeah. There are like these things that are all very avoidable. Uh, medical errors, the flu, suicide, car accidents. These are things that are avoidable, but we're losing far more people to them in the same 48 hours that you claim that we're losing people to mass shootings. Mm. And the backlash that he got from it was that he's so insensitive to the people that are losing their lives and all this different type of shit. So what I want to ask you is that how much do you value truth over people's emotions? <clears throat> how, how much do you value facts over how it makes somebody else feel i think what he said people i see why people are mad mm-hmm. but he spoke the truth like he he really was out here saying niggas die every day b <laughs> like yeah to things that are yeah, avoidable yeah that's yeah. true he was just letting us know the truth that people are dying every day <laughs> this, like and it's Great in greater numbers, way than these greater mass numbers. shootings yeah. that happened. Of right. course, these mass shootings are still tra- tragedies. Yeah, but he's also pointing out just how many other tragedies are happening on a daily basis. Mm. Mm. So I think people really need to think critically, not emotionally. That's the thing. <clears throat> he's a scientist, right? Yeah. So he's very involved in the fact of the matter is not the way this makes me feel. Right. Yeah. So I think that also like, I don't know. I think it creates a disparagement between people who believe certain things and the people that just regard things as fact. For for instance, if some if somebody believes that the Loch Ness monster exists, mm. and there's absolutely zero data to support that, he's gonna come and say like, guys, you know, you know that your, well, your belief is nonsense, right? Because there's no data to support what you think. We've we've searched and searched and searched, and we've come up with nothing. So for me, like, I just want to say that truth, sometimes the universe doesn't give a fuck what you think, dude. It's just doing its own thing. It doesn't care how you feel. And sometimes people don't want to hear that because they they feel so cushiony in their way of thinking. They feel so comfortable or whatever in their way of thinking. But I just want to drop that as as a bit of knowledge because we aim to educate here on your girlfriend's favorite podcast. There's a lot that can be improved on in society of course mass shootings need to be improved upon yeah but other things like your health care the medical errors etc mm-hmm. definitely need mm-hmm. working on oh anyways no i'm happy i've got literally nothing else to talk about i don't even think we've cracked an hour yeah, yeah. um so. but it's not it's not a bad thing i think we yeah. can close out on on a song or two it's always about the quality it's, it's about, about the, the quality, quality of the of the of the conversation yeah um, That's why I don't believe in body counts. It's about the quality of the cooch. Quality <laughs> over quantity, man. <laughs> no. Can't be out here being like, I got a body count of 20 if only three of those are good. Yeah, or 20 could be good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's the thing, you never know. Um, I think people with high body counts don't always seek it out. That's what yeah. I believe. I don't think they seek to have 
yo, I'm going to fuck 100 girls before I get married. Like, I don't think that's their mission. Yeah. I think it kind of happens for them, dude. Like, shit just happens. As well, I think even just in reverse, <clears throat> man, like, even if a dude is like, I've spanked 50 girls. Yeah. For all we know, you could have left 50 women unsatisfied. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, it's true. It's true. true. Quality over quantity, man. Like, we're closing out with a song. We're closing out with a song, and I, I want to choose a really rapidy rap song just to be in keeping with the theme of today's podcast. But uh, it doesn't look like I'm. I'm I've got any rapidy rap on here. Oh, give us give us something. I'm gonna close out on a Royce song. The song is called Oh, what am I typing right now? Oh, nigga typing rice. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just type waiting. Uh this song is called Still Waiting featuring Nick Grant and Elzai. Is it is it Elzai or LZ? Uh, I don't know if it's LZ or Elzai. Okay. Or LG. Or... Yeah, man. E L Z H I. We'll let you guys decide. Whatever. This is a song by Race to Five Nine, top fifteen of all time. All right, enjoy. Mm. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still waiting on you niggas to inspire me. Lately, I've been feeling like retiring. UBSing. I take a pull from the Romeo and Juliet. Just like if niggas ain't leveling, hiring. UPSs. I'm challenging y'all niggas to move the needle. If not, fuck it, I made enough. It's cool with me, though. The quickest way to have your pimping in doubt is to let the hibachi chef throw a shrimp in your mouth. That's a flag like it's Crips in the house. Fag like a dick in the spout. Past life itching just to come out. All of y'all just be telling them lies. Most exciting thing that y'all can do is jump out of the closet yelling surprise. I'm a product of Funkadelic in Parliament. I blow the roof off and make all your chicks suck my doggy dick. I give you niggas a Mardi Gras full of martyrs to party with. It's apparent I slaughter you and your guardian. So tell your muscle I make a doctor open him up and button him looking like a skeleton wearing a cardigan. Now who the fuck want it? Now if you who got the back or who the fuck want it, bro? I got the scolio. Y'all niggas be wanting too much dough. Slow your row. I don't know how much I'll loan you. I'm not OVO. Whoa. For those who trying to live the rough life, pistol through your clothes. Slugs ripping through your cashmere. Give a nigga a buck fifty like I'm the cashier. Leave us left for the beef. Rest in the peace. You tough, right? I'll punch a nigga to ten buck too. I got a drum. I'll front a nigga ten bucks too. The outcome of playing big bank to little bank with me will probably be a hundred thousand to ten bucks too. Uh, y'all only savage on the mollies, acting like your life is violent. I'm catapulting bodies, catching them like a virus. Try to violate me, my ETA is a major scene, and it'll be the date, it'll be the GTA waste screen. Yeah, I mean, you know, I want some Detroit players, you know. Yeah. I can tell by your dress code, you extra hoe. I guess the rap game's about who flex the most. All these funny niggas with cloudy jury at these award shows. Was never rich, but dropping gems to poor souls. Top of supermodel, she bound any more cold. Screaming with my head in her box, it ain't a Vogue pose. God's favorite, a public enemy, love my women in all flavors. If I made it, we all made it. Pot reincarnated, spitting on can't fuck them. But I'm just me, I never claim to be the toughest. Ain't gotta tell fake dope stories for you to love them. Blood rushing like when a Russian is hugging a collection. Call bussin Cousin used to tease me Call me crack baby Tell him nothing changed Still dope baby Lately I ain't for the monkey shit Shooters with banana clips Dumping them Catch them slipping And peel them up At the family functioning Tell me who I'm up against I run this shit Nigga the only thing A killer legend Is a double dish Ride on them Me and Nickel Nine on you You know I snuck the thing In this bitch Just like a foreigner Pay no mind It's no biggie But shit I'm warning you The way I ball Gon' make a nigga corny Tell the coroners come Baby that's been a murder Never was underrated Nigga I'm more unheard of. You out of line, like you ain't got a lot of drive. You fuck around and clash with some niggas, you idolize. Bottom line, I'm a man with a lot of pride. Got my mama's eyes from the ghetto. I'm traumatized. Where will I confide? As I watch my demons menage, screaming I'm alive. Life is a freak. I put faith in this lady, mama lie. I just sign on a dotted line. This for rappers who look like they get sodomized. You out of time. I'm poisonous. 
pesticide, extra wide nostrils, hostile effects inside, it's the chainsaw massacre, Texas side in a Lexus fried, doing donuts as if I grabbed a coffee with it for breakfast, fuck the shit I write and make you ball up your fist to fighting, take off on a nigga, make him think he missed a flight so you shouldn't ignore me then, I could trade lines with Scorpion, or pretend I'm not Kevorkian, just as dorky twin, and I ain't got a lock without sticking the dorky in, cause I got this in the bag like apartment 4B when Jigga was a hustler, who later wrote about it on the intro to end my lifetime and use a customer, not a Accustomed to how I'm on the cusp of greatness and at the top of the food chain, I can hump the waitress and how you do these dishes. I'm truly vicious. I know you wish my life sucked and death blew me kisses, but I'm extra closer to the testarossa. The best supposed to make you sick to your stomach till you possess an ulcer. You know my reputation. Who in your camp want to step to Jason? A sick disease that cut into you like six degrees of separation. You'll find there's more lines in this rhyme than the brick of keys that any crime unit would be quick to seize from some high rollers who would think it's thieves who love the top dog and how he flick his fleas. Now I can give you food for thought before it freaking sees Who I can just rub you out like two crickets knees they rather see me catch a murder charge Instead of Jamaica at the spot on my third massage Living a life that's in need of a narration Give me the spotlight, you can keep the interrogation at the sheriff's station And I swear if you're trying to plague the dawn Think before you dive in murky waters with a megalodon the mixtape authority all right, that was uh, Royce the Five Nine. Um, song is called "Still Waiting," featuring Nick Grant and Alzai. This this has been episode thirty three of your girlfriend's favorite podcast. I hope you guys have a fantastic long weekend, and stay safe and use protection. Definitely use protection. Yes, man. Uh, wasn't it your fucking anniversary this past week? No, it's coming up. It's in coming a few up. Days, yeah. Okay, so days, uh, early happy anniversary to. To uh, Wusen, his spouse. <laughs> <laughs> My spouse. Um, our anniversary is also coming up for this podcast. We've only we, we've almost been on air for for a year. I think that's coming up in the next month or two, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Actually, three. Don't we have to get into 52, October? Fifty two episodes. Yeah, but we've skipped a lot of weeks. Yeah, we skipped a lot of weeks. Yeah, but our anniversary from the first day we yeah, started recording. Was that day, man. I don't know. It was sometime in, in September, October. The Adelaide podcast. The Adelaide pod. Oh, I'll check up on that. But yeah. we need to plan something special the for that. <laughs> yeah. Hey. Um, I want to say, dude, we've got summer coming up, man. It's already starting to feel a lot warmer. Not yeah. today. Today's a bad example. But when are we having another pool party, dude? We uh, need to have another pool party. I really just want to call Kamu and ask her, when are we doing that shit again, man? We need a pool party. We need that shit. But we'll call her on the next pod, man. I, I'm really, I, I really want to smoke this hookah. <laughs> we'll yeah, call her man, next man, week. Man. All summer 19, <clears throat> tell Obama that our verses are just like the whips that he in. They bulletproof. We out. Hey! <laughs> <laughs>